On the way to Great Rebels, the center, with your host, DC Radical One. Greetings, Black family, and welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. I am your host, DC Radical One, and you have entered the center. Shout out to our wonderful producer, Cindy Ashby. You can check us out on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes Podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio at On The Wake Up Radio. But more importantly than all of that, you can check us out at otwtube.com. That is otwtube.com. You also can check us out uh, audially at onthewakeupradio.com. And our wonderful producer will put all of this information in the chat. So it looks like we got a lot of people flowing in at the same time, of course. BB48 Straight Black Pride, the brother you got ripped off who's in the building. BB48 to a BB48 man. And Straight Black Pride to a BB48 man. Peace and Black Power to Brother Patrick. A BB48 and Brother I. Allen. Of course, greetings to our wonderful producer. BB48 Straight Black Pride to Sister Farnessa. Uh, And we got uh, a brother, I believe it's Kaniac Chris, BB48 brother, Straight Black Pride to Unique One Express. <laughs> BB48 man says that DC Radical One is the Jada Kiss of the African centered community. I appreciate that, brother. Old school, but still on point indeed. And uh, Straight Black Pride to uh, Sister Misty in the building. So, um, you know, we got a lot of things to talk about. And I'm going to be honest, this is what happened. I was going to do individual videos for all of these stories. And I'm still going to do some individual videos. But I was doing one video on this story, one of these stories about these um, Transformers. And it was so horrific and I was so disgusted. I literally turned off the mic, um, unplugged the mic, turned off my computer and just went outside to get some air because it was so crazy. I just couldn't do it. And because I, I this is one of those things, the more you research, the worse it gets. So I'm not going to get into all of the details in that particular story um, right now. I am going to go over it, though, because I'm just going to show something. We're carving a narrative here. Uh, peace and peace and blessings to Brother Crow in the building. Um, but, but before we get to the homophiles, before we get to the degeneracy and barbarity, um, I got a few things to cover, in fact. And some of them, I don't know if y'all saw, but one of them I know y'all did see. And the first thing we're going to bring up, of course, is, let me bring it up on the screen big, 21st Century African Vanguard series continues the return of the black man. Brother Michael Graves, Baba Olatunji Mwaba. Brother Lewis Ali and Brother Darren Muhammad. And this is Saturday, August 21st, 2021 at um, Everlasting Life Cafe. 
vegan soul food restaurant. And it's at 2 p.m. from approximately 2 p.m. I believe doors open at 2 p.m. to approximately 8 p.m. And tickets are $25 in advance via Eventbrite, $35 at the door. And this is the seventh, seventh excuse me, annual Street Black Pride Convention. And of course, you can get more information by emailing unity at straightblackpride.com or calling 202-641-1766. And if you go back past some of my past videos, uh, we have the links for the Eventbrite. Um, I think, I know I had it on the homophile video that they deleted. And I'm gonna redo the homophile video without the video. It will not be as um, impactful, but you already know where you can find um, that video so um again that is saturday august 21st which is two weeks from yesterday so if you're coming into town if you're coming into town you follow me on instagram uh you can dm me i might be able to get you a discount on a couple of the local hotels there are hotels within walking distance of the venue and I believe tickets are still available. I talked to Brother Gene. He did not say anything to the contrary. So uh, tickets right now are available. We are not uh, in Maryland under a mass mandate at the moment. But just be alert that that's a possibility because D.C. has returned back to the mass mandate. And so far, there's not a limitation um, other than the standard limitation on the number of people we can have at the venue, but you might want to get your tickets now just in case they start rolling back this stuff. We're, you know, we're under two weeks, but literally this stuff changes day to day. And so you might want to um, make sure that you take all these things in consideration, especially if you're coming from out of town. So again, uh, the return of the black man Saturday, August 21st, 2021, Michael Graves, Baba Olatunji Mwaba, Brother Louis Ali, and the good brother Darren Muhammad, who is one of the sharpest brothers out here. So that is in a couple of weeks. Also, for those, oh, okay, wait a minute. Uh, Sister Misty says PG starting indoor mask mandates today well <laughs> and that like i said this stuff can change at any moment so i hadn't heard about it so uh, yeah get your designer mask and uh rock your designer mask you know but um we're gonna still do what we're gonna do i'm just gonna turn the mic up you know if i had to yell through the mask so so bad you know maybe i'll make a mask with a little slit so all the sound can come out you know and uh be in compliance sort of so yeah and i'm sure and i know people will be selling masks at the uh at the venue so making masks is a, a lot more lucrative than i ever thought when all of this thing started so that's that's one thing another thing because if you're not local i'm not sure you saw it unless brother genie sent it to you directly uh brother uh brother genie's doing out here doing the work um, you know, informing people of alternative information in regards to the, of course, the virus and the vaccine. 
and brother genie was on seven on your side on um seven on your side local uh abc that's the local abc affiliate in washington dc uh brother genie has been disseminating information uh someone saw fit to call the uh Prince George's County Health Department, and um, and I guess they call seven on your side, or they call someone called seven on your side, and they call the health department. I'm not sure how that went, um, but nonetheless, uh, someone contacted Brother Jamie. He, they did a brief interview, and then they put it on the. Uh, it was on the news last week. Um, so, um, brother Jeannie has, um, <laughs> you know, he's gotten attention for stirring up Negroes once again, as Malcolm X used to say. Uh, so not really sure what will become of that. I think if you go to, he told, I believe he told me that they have a, an article on it as well on their ABC seven news website. And that would be for DC. And so you should, you should be able to check it out and they will have the clip. They had a very short clip. They had a um, Negro who I believe from the continent, who is the health charge of health in uh, Prince George's County. Uh, Brother Jeannie told him that, um, you know, if you find some flaws with the information that's being presented, he could, you know, uh, contact him and that information will be corrected. And, Brother Jeannie told me that thus far that um, no one has uh, contacted him about correcting any information. And Brother Crow said he saw it on Brother Darren Muhammad's program yesterday. Okay, cool. Yeah, I I don't think Brother Jeannie sent me the sent me the clip, but if I had the clip, I'll try to load it up. Also, in connection with that, uh, if you go to my OTW two page after this show. Uh, there was an excellent video that was sent to me that deals with this situation. And um, you just want to go to the OTW2 page and check that out. That's all I'll say. And it's, I mean, it's, it's really outstanding. It's presented very clear and concise and um, very um, accurate information. There's no um, shenanigans or foolery, as they would say. And it, it go there, get it, watch it share it with people i mean it is very very good information and presented in a way that as malcolm x would say everyone can easily understand and so yeah y'all know how brother genie is he's always doing the work piece of brother dawood and um you know he's back on people's radar again so sure the hats will be um quite frustrated but you know right now it's just a local thing but um if other people can pick up the ball in their in their area and make this thing a national movement a national resistance because as we see uh the role to towards mandatory vaccines is um you know the onslaught continues towards taking away people's not not only their religious cultural and medical freedom to uh exist as they are in their health and i find it interesting because you know people still smoking cigarettes <laughs> you know <laughs> it's, it's so interesting you know i saw somebody uh, lad 
last week, the end of last week, smoking a cigarette, and I'm looking at, I'm looking at, I'm like, well, I guess he's not worried about any type of respiratory disease because um, <laughs> he's not helping this cause one way or the other, you know. So you know, I mean, there's there's plenty of poison stuff that you can have, but you know, this issue is one of them that they don't want us to have a choice. So again. The Return of the Black Man, Saturday, August 21st, 2021. Brother Michael Graves, Baba Olutunji Mwaba, and Brother Louis Ali. And finally, last but certainly not least, the one and only Brother Darren Muhammad. And Sister Shaniqua says, smoking, drinking, and eating from everybody. Right, right. They haven't banned that carryout, you know. And Lord knows what goes on in there. Any meat that's caught in there, living or dead, will end up on your plate if you mess around with that carryout. Um, you've seen uh, one of my lectures. I go into that. But that's not today's subject. All right. So, going to remove that. Get back and try to bring up the subject matter at hand shortly. And... Um, there was something else I wanted to say, but anyway, be sure to go to the OTW2 page because again, I'm still going to, I'm going to have the giveaway. I'm going to give away at, at least a book and a video to one brother and one sister. And for that, you have to be following me on, um, you have to be following me on Instagram, YouTube, and OTW2. If you're not following me on all three of those, you're not eligible. That's how it is. Other than that, it's free, and you get um, a chance, because it's not that many people, to get a free book and video. And as Brother I. Allen says, smash the like button. And... Um, I mean, the information is going to be outstanding right now. Like I said, I will wait until we get to 6,000 Instagram followers. We're very close. I think I'm like 5,900 and something and 500 uh, YouTube followers. And we're up to about 300. We're over 300. I know that. And I would have to check the OTW2. Just need 100 followers there. So OTW2 is free. The uncensored videos will be over there. The information that I can't put up here without getting the page taken down. You know, we already won copyright strike into it and um, haven't been on it that long. That stuff will be on the OTW2 page. So if you value that type of information, that is the place to be, right? So let's get into today's discussion. And today's discussion is simply that the sexual insanity continues. And so that's why I started off with about 15, 20 minutes of um, good news. They'll get everybody excited, you know, feel good. Brother Jenny is out doing work. SBPM is doing work. Um, myself, DC Radical One, doing my thing. Uh, and we're trying to resist this onslaught that's coming from all angles, you know, 
uh, as Dr. Wellness said, we're being attacked in all areas of people activity. And we are, as Dr. Collins said, we are here to resist to exist. And so we got about mm, six or seven articles that we're going to go over. Just goes to show that while we're under assault from um, having our rights taken away with this whole vaccine thing, that this insanity is going on and the, the, the um, assault on our children, the assault on um, our families and the uh, willingness of these people to just do anything continues. So first article, and this is from March 18th, so I missed this originally, says judge who headed drag queen story hour sponsor arrested on looking at naughty pictures of children <laughs> but here we go we have i mean we we just starting off with a bang judge brett bloom 38 so this is a young judge was arrested and charged with seven counts of possession of inappropriate pictures of children and it says a milwaukee judge and former president of an lgbtq organization that sponsored drag queen story hour um events has been arrested on child uh inappropriate picture charges judge brett bloom was arrested and charged with seven counts of possession of these types of videos and pictures, according to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. He is accused of uploading 27 videos and pictures of child sexual abuse to the messaging app Kik, that's spelled K-I-K, -K. I didn't know that was still a thing, under the name Dom Master B-B. Uh, that just sounds degenerate. Um, wow. Each count against Bloom carries with it a minimum sentence of three years with a potential of up to 15 years with a decade of supervised release. With seven counts charged against him, Bloom is looking at a minimum of 21 years in prison should he be convicted bloom was also a former president for the cream city foundation which sounds suspect in and of itself an lgbtq advocacy group in wisconsin that advertised uh drag team story hour events it sponsored as well as a husband an adoptive father of two children. I would find it interesting to know if he's a husband of a of a husband or a husband of a wife. And I also would like to know if those children were included in those videos and if those children are black. None of that I believe is in the story, but I definitely would like to see. But let's move down and maybe the information is available. Bloom listed his presidency with the 
Cream City Foundation on his LinkedIn profile. Bloom's presence on the Cream City Foundation website was quickly scrubbed in the days since his arrest, with his articles removed and the board of directors page nixing the judge's information completely. They were on top of that, doing some um, doing some control of the information there. The judge's two children were not involved in the sexual exploitation. Okay, that answers our question. According to court documents, but CPS is looking to place the children elsewhere amid the charges. That's kind of good. And yeah, anyway, don't get me started on, started on CPS. If you've seen Brother Jeannie's uh, Pizzagate lecture, then you'll understand my reticence with PCS. Um, in the complaint, Bloom was said to have uploaded the photos on a friend's Wi-Fi. The friend noted in the complaint as individual B confirmed to investigators that Bloom had visited his house on days that the friend's Wi-Fi showed images uploaded by Dom Master B. So he, he, he's over here getting his friend hemmed up <laughs> using his Wi-Fi for his shenanigans. Man, that's crazy. Um, the Wisconsin Supreme Court suspended Bloom from his position without pay amid the charges. The Senate reported Bloom was elected to his judgeship in 2020. He has yet to give a plea. So he wasn't even in there five minutes before all this started. Wow. Uh, in a statement to Fox News, DQSH, that's the drag, drag queen story. Our executive director, Jonathan Hamilt, said that the Milwaukee branch of the there's multiple branches of this thing. Uh, of the organization was deeply sad and disappointed to learn of the action of Judge Brett Bloom. Sure, this has never happened before with them, I'm sure. Hammett clarified that the Cream City Foundation was strictly a fiscal sponsor, meaning that they just give them money for DQ, DQSH Milwaukee, that allowed it to operate as a nonprofit and that Bloom was never directly involved with the event planning nor held a position with DQSH. Um, and we're going to stop there. And I'll probably do a whole video and get go through the whole article there. But the reason, uh, before they straight like prior to Brother Elijah, the reason I wanted to talk about that is because one of the things that we constantly hear is that there is no connection between the LGBT, the rainbow crew, and the uh, child touch crew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Trying to use words delicately here. You know, this one's probably not going to stay up long. But yet, we will see as we go through these articles that. As much as the um, Rainbow Crew likes to claim to be the victims, we will find that just as often or more often, they are the victimizers. And the most interesting thing about that last article is that this is a person in a very high position. This is a judge. So, I mean, we can imagine if you have a judge here doing this who not only is accused of this, but he's one of the people helping to fund and organize um, 
very controversial practice of having quote unquote drag queens uh, read to children. And as we talked about in previous videos and previous um, live streams, you know, the unnatural focus on children and the unnatural focus on children continues and we're able to document and show this over and over again while they continuously tell us that these two things are not related right so that's the first article and like i said i'm probably gonna do a video on that and go through the entire article and if i can find some actual video to go along with it i will put that in you know, despite the fact that that may cause copyright issues, but it is what it is. Next story. This was from me. So time moves forward. PBS station defends drag queen skit for kids. Performance art that can inspire creativity. And it says that... Says the hips on the drag queen go swish, swish, swish. So this is what they're teaching children. All right, let's move forward because we're going to show that you know this is everywhere. You know, because many times as black people, we think, well, that's happening over there, so you know, I'm not worried about it, or I'm safe, or whatever. And if they come over here, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Well, more than likely, they're already over there. And they're already doing what they're going to do. So this one says a PBS station in New York, New York, once again, is getting attention for airing a children's program, a children's program. I will say it again, a children's program. They featured a singing and dancing drag queen. The skit was part of a Let's Learn television series that is produced in partnership with WNET and the New York Department of Education. Footage surfaced on social media with a drag queen known as Little Miss Hot Mess promoting their book, The Hips on the Drag Queen Go Swish, Swish, Swish. Y'all excuse me while I grab some water because I'm starting to get a headache already and we're only on the second article. The skit received a wave of backlash from social media users. It appeared to be a project specific to WNET and New York City's government. PBS clarified to Fox News that Let's Learn was not funded or distributed by PBS. So apparently everyone is running from this. And, um, you know, as they say, and the Europeans have a saying to the effect that uh, success has a thousand fathers and failure is an orphan. So it appears that everyone is trying to get away from this as fast as they can. During the program, Little Miss Hot Mess danced and sang to the tune of the wheels of the bus. So you're all familiar with that. If you have children or when you were children, the wheels of the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. So they've they taken that seemingly innocent song and turned it into 
their hips on the drag queen go swish, swish, swish. Oh, man. So that will be uh, drilled into children's heads and they'll be unable to forget it. And all right. So we have a picture here of um, uh, the drag queen person, little miss, hot mess. Um, we're not going to, I don't know if that video is playable, but we're not going to do it. And the Let's Learn website says the program is for children ages three to eight. Let's, let's just pause for a moment here. Let's just <laughs> have the pause, man. Right. Three to eight. Why? Look, all right, hold on. There are, you know, there are a lot of people, and I didn't know this, I didn't know this was a thing. There are a lot of people that are scared of clowns, right? Like have a fear of clowns, and it's from their childhood. And when you kind of think about it from the the um through the eyes of a child, you know, clowns are like weird looking and they, you know, depending on how the clown look, that could be kind of scary. How is this not as scary. I mean, it, I mean, because I've, I've seen so many people in, in person, it, it it really throws you off. It kind of bugs you out, you know. So I can only imagine how a child would look. And I remember seeing a clip of one of these drag queen story time things, and one of the children just looked like he was just terrified, but he couldn't move. <laughs> so it, the poor child, he was he was scared. He didn't know what was happening. He knew he didn't like it, but he looked like he couldn't move either. And then this made it even worse because then the person wanted to walk up on him and try to calm him down. And he just looked like he just looked like he wanted to teleport himself, but his legs wouldn't work. And I mean, the child was just in complete fear. Um, and I don't blame him because if I was a little person and I couldn't run that fast, I would be in complete fear because I wouldn't know what in the world was going on. Uh, greetings to Sister Tina Nubia. So let's just get back uh, to the article. Sister Unique on Express says they don't have any limits. And no, they don't. They don't. And that's why I bring this stuff up because it, it keeps going and going and going. And when you're not paying attention to it constantly and you're not trying to offer some resistance, they'll be doing stuff that's beyond what you thought. And, you know, I mean, it just keeps happening. And Sister Tila Nubi, yeah, look at that person. Uh, hold on, let me see if that picture comes back up real quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, this person is, um, let's see, can I get that picture back up? All right, yeah, look, look at what happened. And this is one of the more wild, mild looking ones. I've seen more, uh, way more interesting looking than this. So, um, yeah, let's get back to the article real quick. And then, oh, goodness gracious, this thing talking about, I think we might have some drag queens in training on our hands. Uh, these are tweets that it sent out. Uh, says, let's learn storybooks are selected by early literacy experts at the New York City Department of Education. This is according to Lindsay Horvitz. Kind of name is Lindsay Horvitz. Y'all know. 
says the program strives to incorporate themes that explore diversity and promote inclusion. Whenever you hear diversity and inclusion, you already know what's about to take place, which are relevant to education and society. Drag is a performance art that can inspire creative thinking and the questioning of stereotypes. Little Miss Hot Mess is the author of the book. She serves on the global leadership team of, again, Drag Queen Story Hour and has hosted readings at numerous libraries, child museums, and schools across the country. And it says, again, let's go back to the top, that their stuff is for children ages three to eight. I don't want us to miss that part. Children ages three to eight. All right. Uh, Horvitz confirmed that the first episode aired on March 31st. Station scheduled to program at their discretion, so we don't have an accounting of how many times it has aired. Uh, the book features various drag queens, including one named Cinder Fella who donned a blue mustache and long blue hair. Okay, we're going to stop there. And that's worth its own video as well. So somebody doesn't have to watch the whole two hours. Um, again, children ages three to eight. And we're going to emphasize that because we're going to go back to this next article. And I believe that I talked about this article before but it's so important that i just have to reiterate it over and over and over and over and over again so if i have gone to this article before um please just say um just let me know like yo these you covered that one but so i won't spend as much time on it but i will cover it and let's see my brother Dawu says the government in Hungary has restricted, excuse me, LGBT children's books by treating them like adult material where it was sold with paper covers, adults. Um, oh, with well, paper covers like they used to do the, uh, the magazines back in, in the day. Yeah, I guess no one has to buy those. Now. I guess that doesn't even exist anymore. Uh, hey, well, shout out to Hungary. I mean, somebody's holding the line there. And Sister T. Lenoui says the real sad thing is many of our sisters are making themselves up like dragons. Uh, yeah, yeah. The the modern makeup techniques come straight from these people. That That's what's crazy. <laughs> and Unique One Express says, please don't play the videos. <laughs> Most of us get it. I, you know, I'm not going to use a lot of video uh, upcoming because, um, you know, YouTube. But, you know, that the uncensored content, y'all know where it goes. Uh, I don't have any videos for this. So you, you are safe, sister. You can, um, you can eat your sandwich in peace, sort of, I guess. This stuff is stomach churning as is without the video. So I won't have to go there. So, again, we were talking about this. We were talking about ages three to eight. And we're going to go to this next old article to, again, make our point. Because we're always told, oh, this stuff is not, you know, don't have nothing to do with children, blah, 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 yada, 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 blah, 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 right? Y'all know. Y'all know the arguments. But yet, again, 
pages 38. And then this article, which I'm going to go down because I don't want to see that picture. And y'all let me know if I've covered this before, but I did have it in the, in the video that was deleted. I know I had it there. But it says, when gays wanted to liberate children. I'm going to say it slowly and reiterate it again. It says, when gays wanted to liberate children by Michael Ronsky. And again, this is not Brother DC making up stuff out of thin air, hasn't written any of these articles, any of those types of things. Um, but this stuff is important. And Unique One Express is still saying, good, I'm so glad you don't have any video. No, so yeah, you're, you're okay, you know. Won't have any nightmares tonight or whatever. Although I don't know, you look at those some of these pictures of these um these clowns, you know, it's quite scary. All right, so let's get into the article. It says in 1972, members of Boston's Gay Men's Liberation, one of the most significant gay liberation groups formed after the 1969 Stonewall riots drove to Miami to hand out a 10-point list of demands at the Democratic National Convention. Emerging from a crucible of new queer political consciousness, feminism, I'm going to say it again, feminism and rage, the manifesto reproduced at the bottom of this article, articulated a utopian political vision that was broad today we might say what's the word we will say today intersectional extending far beyond what we would now conceptualize as lgbtq politics and i just added the last one because they left it out and i know i forgot some of the other stuff but hey can't let them steal all the letters. Its first demand, for example, was for a quote unquote, an end to any discrimination based on biology. Neither, now notice what they do here, notice what they do. Neither skin color, age, nor gender should be recorded by any government agency. Biology should never be the basis for any special legal handicap or privilege. That is their demand. So we can go all the way back to 1972, and I believe I said this before, and see the emphasis on connecting their movement, LGBT, or what they called then gay rights, gay liberation, with what? the gains and the hard fought struggle of black people for liberation. Because why would you connect skin color? You're a European. Well, why is the first thing you say skin color? Because you're trying to connect and hitch your wagon 
to the struggle for black liberation, black freedom that was ongoing at this time in the 70s and had been ongoing by this time for over uh, over 15 years, going back to the mid 50s. And they want to hitch their wagon to that. And they're still doing that today. And now people are falling for it, right? So it says, if many of gay men's liberation demands remain controversial, and at the time of this writing, 45 years later, most are still legible in today's political discourse. The group sought an end to U.S. imperialism. That hasn't worked. Prevent discrimination based on sexual identity. And, uh, and see if this sounds familiar. And what? Abolish the police. So we hadn't been paying attention but the connecting of these things and the the political discussion that we saw uh through black lives matter has been part of the homophile movement for nearly 50 years interesting these all remain live demands of many radicals on the left. Demand number six, however, is likely to strike even many of today's activists as irresponsible, bizarre, and dangerous. What's on number six? It says, quote unquote, rearing children should be the common responsibility of the whole community. Okay, doesn't sound controversial yet. But the next sentence says, any legal rights parents have over their children should be dissolved and each child should be free to choose its own destiny. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Each child should be free to choose its own destiny it gets worse read the next sentence free 24-hour child care centers should be established right you're like oh okay that's no problem where according to their words these are their words youtube i'm just reading it it says where and i want to read it because this is what they wrote it says where faggots and lesbians, what does it say? It says where faggots and lesbians can share the responsibility of child rear. Stop right there. Is DC radical one making up stuff? Is, is this not what's on the page? Am I running around? Am I calling people these names? I'm reading the article. These are their own words. I, I mean, what y'all want me to say? Uh, BB48 man says that uh, Boston is, is as much a homophile epicenter for political, oh, for homophile political advancement at San Francisco, Atlanta, Chicago, or DC. Yeah, I mean, 
and apparently they've been at work for 50 years. I'm going to read that again. Give me a second. I'm, I, I got to read this again. It says any legal rights parents have over, and it says, quote, unquote, their children should be dissolved and each child should be free to choose its own destiny. Then it says free 24-hour child care center should be established where male homosexuals and female homosexuals can share the responsibility of child rear. But what, what do they always tell us? It has nothing, the LGBTQ has nothing to do with children, but yet 50 years ago it had plenty to do with children because part of their platform. The article goes on to say, collective child rearing? Question. Legally emancipated children? Queers helping to raise other people's children and by extension serving as role models and moral exemplars? Isn't this exactly what conservatives fear when they warn of the red flag of liberal social engineering, a queer version of Soviet indoctrination daycares? Well, yeah, actually, that's kind of exactly what it is. But then it says, or is it a utopia that would finally liberate women from the burdens of reproduction while also creating a social structure in which children could safely explore, safely function as independent, independent beings who are not frightened or ashamed of exploring their sexuality? Let's pause right there. A lot of people in America cannot read and write adequately. You know how I know? Because you just go on social media and you see what people say and how they write. And a lot of people don't have the capacity to think for themselves. A lot of people should be exploring education. But here it says that children should be exploring their sexuality. <sighs> We're going to move forward. Because we're going to get to the interesting part, which is the connection between the feminists and the homophiles and the focus on children. Let's move forward. It says at least since at least the 18th century, there has been robust debate about the nature of childhood. This is in European society. There's been no debate in African society. While questions of whether or not children are innately good, suitable for the open labor market, or in need of standardized education have elicited polarized opinions over the centuries, most reformers have assumed to varying degrees a starting point of child paternalism, the idea that children need protection of Adults and in exchange are eligible for fewer basic rights. The children's liberation movement of the late 60s was a dramatic break from all of this. No matter how progressive many prior reforms may have been because it repudiated child paternalism. Set against the backdrop of a cultural moment when adults from hippies and radical feminists 
to civil rights to early gay rights were seeking greater personal freedoms, it was perhaps only a matter of time before young people identified themselves or were identified as an oppressed minority deserving legal equality. And in effect, manumission, which means freedom from their parents. That's what manumission is. Says, even recalling what we know about the radical nature of the 60s, it can be difficult to appreciate that child liberation was not a fringe idea. Paul Goldman's best-selling 1960 Growing Up Assert Problems of Youth in the Organized System proposes that children were the first casualties of capitalism run amok. While A.S. Neal's Progressive Education Treaties of the same year, Summerhill, a radical approach to child rearing, proposed not only that children could function as democratic actors and make sensible social and sexual choices, but that his school had already been facilitating this for years to no ill effect. Y'all hear what y'all hear what's going on here? This is in 1960. He's saying that children can make sensible social and what sexual choices. It always comes back to that. Because when as soon as you say Soon as someone says that children can make sexual choices, they're telling you they're a pedophile. I'm not interested in any children making any sexual choices. Why do children don't need to be making sexual choices? Need me reading a book not written by Drag Queen Story Hour and learning basic life skills. Children don't know whether one dollar is more than a bunch of shiny nickels, dimes, and pennies, but you tell me they can make sexual choices. This doesn't make any, any sense at all, but this is what we are facing. Now, this part says radical feminists argue that men had invented, <laughs> check, listen, listen to this here. This is what they are saying and have been saying for 50 years. I want you to get it. Radical feminist argued that men had invented the idea of childhood innocence to bolster the oppression of women, which was also the function of the nuclear family. Understand, understand. If men invented the idea of childhood innocence and then there's no such thing as childhood innocence, then by its very nature, you open the door to pedophilia. Right? Because then the pedophile will say, oh, well, the little girl came on to me. She's not innocent. She can make the same choices that an adult can. Yeah, I mean, are y'all grasping the the gravity of the situation here? We're battling something that's been going on secretly for minimum 
according to this stuff, six decades. And Sister Taylor Newby says the agenda is clear for some of us. And you got ripped off, says, uh, notice they label children it, not she or he. They see the children as sexual objects, not people. And Sister Shaniqua says, that's crazy. And uh, Sister Tiwi Nubia said, uh, we have to understand it's not a left versus right thing because we're dealing with the spirit period. Yeah, it's, it's not a left or right thing. We're, we're dealing with the cultural imperative of the European and they're in control of the planet. Thus, we are all subject to this, whether we um, like it or not. But many people aren't aware of what is going on. They see it, but they're not aware completely. So um, this is an article that gets uh, more into it deeper into it and i'm going to do a whole video on this one as well and go through the entire article and and break it down and get my thoughts on the rest of the the rest of the um article but i just wanted you know i just wanted us to see man what what we're really dealing with here with these people and how long we've been dealing with it without knowing what's going on now the next story right y'all hanging there with me I, I i know it's rough i know it's rough i done, messed up my whole and messed up the uh <laughs> messed up my screen here i'll say this one right california must now supply women's prisons Right, with condoms. You're like, wait a minute, why? Why they have to supply condoms to women's prisons if they're only women there? Due to biological men housed in their prisons. And I had a video with um, a, uh, I believe it was a European female calling from California prison to express what um, other people can't express. But I didn't add it here because I wasn't sure you know i didn't want to take the risk of trying to add that here but um i'll try to find the link to it and then link it in the description because i think it you know in this in this case this situation because the re the reason this affects black people is because we have more and more sisters who are being incarcerated at a higher rate and a younger age and so if you know anything about america you know that Things start in either in California or New York, and they trickle down through the rest of the country. And so if you see it there, you're going to see it in other places. And California is often the test case for things that would be controversial in other places. All right. So we're going to go through this article um, quickly. Because that it was actually several articles on this, but I think this was the one that had the best information. And it says 
Only the dullest bulb could not have predicted this. Last year, the state of California passed SB 132, a law that requires the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation to record an inmate's self-reported gender identity, gender pronouns, and the titles throughout the term, their term in the facility. They also will allow transgender prison inmates to put in a request to be transferred to a facility that aligns with their gender identity. And this person who wrote this <laughs> says, I wonder what happened next. Well, says the state of California is now having to introduce new pregnancy resources and contraceptives. According to reporting by the Christian Post, female inmates in the California prison system say they are now pray for what? Men. Pray for who? Men. Falling prey to whom? Men. This is what the women are saying. As correctional facilities prepare for an uptick, this is crazy. As they prepare for an uptick in rapes and pregnancies following a policy change that allows men who identify as women to be transferred to women's only prisons. According to reporting by W.O.L.F. And I believe that is uh, Women's Liberation Front, if I'm not mistaken. And if I am mistaken, then I apologize for that. A group that states that they work to protect, advance, and restore the rights of women and girls. They got a big job on their hands here. This is the state giving tacit admission by officials that women should expect to be raped when housed in prison with men, which an inmate described to the group as a nightmare's worst nightmare. Being in prison is a nightmare, and this is the worst aspect of it if you are a woman. All right. One inmate at a California women's prison told the LA Times that their prison guards have warned them to expect sexual violence that if we think it's bad now be prepared for the worst that is going to be off the hook this is all in quotes that is going to be jumping they say we're going to need a facility that's going to be like a maternity ward they say we're going to have to have an inmate program where inmates become nannies this is insane how how did anybody think this is a good idea? Uh, another inmate told WOLF, does anyone care that we are being forced to house with a six foot to 250 pound men with their um, genitalia intact that are here for brutally raping women? Right, exactly. If a person, yeah, she's right. They can put a rapist in jail. He can identify as transgender and then be put in a jail full of women who cannot protect themselves. We have been warned by the officials in this prison more 
are coming with worse charges. Where is the safety concern for us? If we say we are in fear, we are the ones locked up. So they, they don't care about the women at all. The women's safety is of no consequence whatsoever. What does the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation have to say about this? In the past, I would have said you would not believe this, but we can no longer say that phrase while living in the land. <laughs> this person says living in the land of the Democrats. I would say living in the land of the hats, but you know, it is what it is. The California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation stated that they did actually think about the possibility of pregnancy was considered in the development of SB 132. Not to worry, they say, because they have all, they already have procedures in place addressing pregnancy in their prisons. Um, really? What would those procedures be? Good question. They say that sexual acts are already prohibited in prison and are subject to disciplinary action. And then they say, really, you're going to tell biological males that are in prison, in the prison system, some for rape and murder, that it's against the rules to have sex in prison. Yeah, because following the rules is what these people have been doing their whole life. Right. Right. So... That's that article there. And the thing is, is that <laughs> and Brother Patrick says if that's the case, all men who are on their way to prison should just claim that they are women. I mean, it's, it's going to go up more, more and more, you know. And the thing about it is, <sighs> this is just insane. This is insane because you're going to have you're going to have the women who fear these people and who, you know, unfortunately, there's going to be women that are going to be violated. And then there's going to be uh, men who want to go there and they're going to find women. Women are going to find attractive and then they're going to be doing what they're doing. And it's just you just open up a Pandora's box of complete total lunacy right so this bill has been passed we see the concerns and the next article what happens it says California prison inmate pregnant after state lets biological men into women's prison is from July 31st, so a little over a week ago. And I'm just going to go uh, past that picture because, yeah, I'm good. Says Chowchilla, California. According to reports, at least one female prison inmate at the Central California Women's Facility has turned up pregnant since the state passed legislation allowing biological men to be housed in biological women's prison facilities and someone uh, tweets this is the definition of lunacy the group women's liberation front okay i was correct w-o-l-f took to twitter on july 26 sharing the news that been confirmed at least one woman becoming pregnant inside of ccwf um we have now heard from seven 
Oh, we have now heard from seven different people, excuse me, inside CCWF that at least one woman, possibly more, is now pregnant after being housed with a male felon who was transferred to the women's prison under SB 132. The tweet retweeted a previous account that said that conditions are being described as a nightmare's worst nightmare, as I said earlier, and the system is bracing for wave of pregnancies and violence and increase in violence this is of course an outcome that people for iq above room temperature could have seen coming that housing biological men in prison facilities created specifically for biological women were going to result in someone getting pregnant literally the only question here is whether this was voluntary or involuntarily no one has seemed to answer that part the law itself has such a low barometer for what what's needed for a man to be housed in a women's prison facility that all a male inmate needs to do is basically recite <laughs> this person got jokes recite some of the lyrics of shania twain's man i feel like a woman to administrative staff and they're on the path to being housed in a women's prison he's making you know we're laughing but it's no it's no joke what's going on and officials in California had to know that either women were being sexually assaulted or having casual affairs with these male inmates because reports show that California is now giving condoms and plan B to female inmates housed in the prisons. So they get something. Man, this is rough. All right, let's think about it. They're giving two things. And if you think about it, the two things have two different purposes. They're giving condoms which would say that you're expecting um you're expecting consensual activity and they're giving plan b which means you're expecting not so consensual activity as well in a report on that aspect from wolf the organization says that the prison administration handing out contraceptives to female inmates is a tacit admission that officials knew that the acts of sexual assault could happen with the enactment of SB 132. Uh, says the news sources are tacit admission by officials that women should expect to be raped when housed in prison with men where all sex is considered non-consensual. So if all sex is considered non-consensual, then yeah, by default within the system. WOLF's report also mocked how male inmates trying to infiltrate women's prisons in california are being coddled in the process while officials are ignoring the concerns of real actual biological women who were born women who could suffer from this disastrous law it says quote unquote the men who wish to transfer need to take only take a laughable right person right prison class which covers hard-hitting topics like you may be asked questions, how will you handle that? Trans fears of being housed with CIS and what's in it for you. Apparently, CDCR believes that is adequate where screening men requesting transfer to ensure that housing them with women is appropriate. And any sort of male inmate, regardless of the crimes they're convicted of, can get themselves in a women's prison in California. Yes, even convicted rapists and those with a history of violence against women 
All right. I just. Uh, we're going to stop that article. Yeah. It's just. Um, it's. um. This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. All of this is crazy. I just want to say that. All of this is crazy. And I saw a video which said that uh, I can't believe the the number, but in essence, percentage wise, it's like 98% are men who want to go to women's facilities and 1%, maybe two are women that want to go to men's facilities. It speaks for itself. It's obvious that they're going to be men who, the more they find out about it, are going to use this law to get access to women. And assaults on women are going to take place. And no one seems to care <laughs> that the women are not with this at all. As I said, man, the sexual insanity continues, and I should have wrote continues unabated, right? But unfortunately, I am not stopping here. And again, all of these, now that now that I've gotten deeper into them, I, I'll be doing individual videos for all of these. Uh, most of them will probably end up on OTW too, to be honest, because who knows how long this one will stay up, because this is crazy. Um, probably will end up getting the, uh, what I got last time, the, um, where they changed the, uh, access to the video. I forgot what to call it at the moment. All right. So y'all ready? Y'all right? Let's see. We seem like we got more people and let's see, uh, brother, you got ripped off said, and don't forget about the women who gang up on the dudes and violate them with broomsticks. I mean that's going that's going to happen as a reaction to this stuff. It's not. It's just crazy. It's just going to be complete total chaos in these prisons, and there's already complete total chaos in these prisons. So maybe that's why they don't care because they're like, hey, it's already. It is what it is. All right. So last but not least, the last article that we will cover, and then um. We will uh, recap some actual sanity because <laughs> this is making my head hurt. So if it's making my head hurt. I'm no, I know it's making your head hurt, but somebody's got to do it. And it says, can y'all see that? Let me know if y'all can see that. Yeah, y'all can see it. All right, cool. It says transgender YouTuber Chris Chan arrested after allegedly violating his mother will be housed with female inmates. <sighs> All right. I'm going to read this article. We're going to read the title. One Mogan. Transgender YouTuber Chris Chan arrested after quote unquote allegedly 
violating his mother will be housed with female inmates. Right? We got we got this article from the New York Post. Says same thing. We're going to go read through uh, parts of both of them. Says vlogger Chris Chan arrested for alleged here they call it incest with mother who's suffering from dementia. Right? What do they tell us? They tell us, hey man, these people, they are always the victims. They're not hurting anybody. They're not doing anything. The man's violating his own mother. Let's 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 just get into let's get into the article here. Uh nope, don't want this. Thank you. It says controversial vlogger has been arrested in Virginia for incest. After audio was leaked online of her, it says her here, alleged confessions to regular um, interactions with her dementia-ridden mom. (sighs) Boy. Comic creator, comic character creator, Christine... Weston Chandler, known online as Chris Chan, was busted in Richmond, shout out to Richmond, on Sunday and later transferred to Central Virginia Regional Jail, where she is being held without bail, confirmed to the Post. Green County Sheriff's Office confirmed in a Facebook post that Chandler was charged with one count of incest calling Chandler he, despite the trans vlogger's preferred pronouns. Her arrest came a day after the sheriff's office received information involving sex crimes against a family member. The sheriff's office said confirming Chandler and the alleged victim both lived in the county. This is an ongoing investigation with additional charges pending, the sheriff's office said. The 39-year-old who is known who is also known online as Sonny Chu, already faces up to 12 years in prison if convicted of a single count of incest. The arrest came after a taped phone call was leaked, allegedly catching Chandler confessing to um, engaging in activities with her 79-year-old mother, whom she repeatedly featured in her online postings and has revealed suffers from dementia. Calling it incest fan fiction come true, the person on the tape who is alleged to be Chandler said that her mom made the first move. You hear this right. Uh, admitting she was partially confused and it took a few tries. Now, I'm not actually sure who is the she that was partially confused. I'm not actually. They didn't clarify that. Um, and There's the picture there of this person. And then it says uh, they would go on to engage every third night. 
but had an open relationship. The voice purported to be Chandler told an unidentified woman in the clip. All right, we're going to stop right there and look and see what the other article has to say. Again, this is the person. Um, This is crazy. I know it's crazy. And it says authorities arrested transgender YouTube YouTuber Chris Chan, a biological male, also known as Christine Weston Chandler, Heather Chan reportedly violated uh, his her mother, the Daily Mail said. See if there's anything else here. Uh, no, there is nothing else here. All right, fine. We had enough. We've had enough anyway. I thought there was more to that article. There isn't. Good. <sighs> you got ripped off said Audrey Lord, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, for those that don't know, um, yeah. Audrey Lord wrote some, had some desires for her mother that she wrote about in one of her uh, writings. And I covered that in a lecture. Was that last year or earlier this year? All right, brothers and sisters. Um, that that is all. Those are all the articles that I wanted to cover. And like I said, I'll be doing individual videos for all all of those. Get a little more in depth. But I wanted to really just show that, despite what we're told through the media and through the propaganda of these people always being the victims and never the victimizers or never the, uh, that was this year, brother. All right, thank you. Time flies kind of hard to, um, yeah, that's right. It's Dr. Dr. Francis Chris Wilson day. Right, right, right. That was in March. Um, but, but despite what these people say about them always being the victims, never the victimizers, they never hurting anybody, they never doing anything. We see just from these handful of articles, that is not the case. I mean, we have judges. We talked last week about priests. We talked about the uh, Boy Scouts. We talked about um, Nuwabians who at one time were known as the Ansar Allah community and so forth and so on and all that stuff. Talked about the uh, Zulu Nation issue. Um, you can find all those, those, those that Zulu Nation information uh, that sister had. It's actually, she releases another um, video tonight of her would would have been documentary. And the reality of the situation is, is that our entire society, both the dominant society, as some people would call it, and black society is being overrun with all of this sexual degeneracy, barbarity and backwardness. And someone has to just say enough is enough. 
we see now from reading the article, and like I said, I'll do a video. We're going to go through the whole article. That quote unquote liberating children, I, I have to emphasize this multiple times, is a was a and is a key component. Right. <laughs> of this movement for 60 years. I believe in was that last week? I read the 1972 gay rights platform. One of the things they talk about, you know, children. You know, it always comes back. You look at it, it's always come back to children, children, children. Drag queen story time, children. The other thing, children. Children three to eight. Right. And there was another article with the monkey something, something. I didn't even bring that one up. I forgot about that one. You know? And we're here at a time where, weirdly enough, because of what happened with the complete lockdown, people have had their children in their sights, in their arms, educating their children, interacting with their children, having their children relatively safe for those parents who are seen. But these people are waiting on your children. It's their goal to quote unquote liberate your children and have them raised by them. This is the stated goal. It's not me saying this. DC Radical One making up stuff. Read the article. And I'm still a line from Brother I seen on YouTube when he says documentation beats conversation. So while we are resisting the onslaught of, you know, vaccine or starve to death, which is what it's starting to look like more and more as more and more companies and more and more, um, institutions are trying to mandate this thing we also have to be on we also have to keep an eye out for the sexual insanity and the attack on children and the attack on women as we've seen because like i said before we have plenty of our sisters who are incarcerated and they may not be incarcerated in california but the california program may be coming to them and they have no way to defend themselves short of mobbing up, as we would say, and and attacking these people as soon as they get in there. Don't even, like, don't even wait for them to show their intentions. Just straight to them. <laughs> and it looks like Brother Kefirah just came in and said, what is this Norman Bates story? Brother, you had to watch the replay. I I refuse to go back. <laughs> I would. I mean, I'm gonna do a separate video on it. But I, today, I'm I'm not going back to that thing. This is just. Yeah, I mean, because it's crazy. It's crazy all the way around. It the the only difference between, to your point, this and Norman Bates is that, in, no one was killed. And the person on, on audio recording, you know, admitting to the crime. 
That's what's crazy. They got him. They got him on tape admitting to it. So, oh, and brother Dawu says he he says, and let us not forget the Netflix movie Cuties and Little Nas X. Yeah, I I had done so many Little Nas X things that I just refused to do another one because I you know people would think I you know I'm obsessed with him or something. I mean, I've covered him at least two live streams. At this point, it's like if what if you don't know. <laughs> Biggie Smalls will say, if you don't know, now you know. Right? And again, Little Nas X, as I showed, is targeted right at our children. He went into a school and all the children were jumping up and down and yelling and knew all the words to his song. And these were, these were, these were, this is elementary school. That's the thing. As that article said earlier, the uh, uh, drag queen story time three the the uh, video or the show, ages three to eight. Little Nas X talking to elementary children, and wow, I'm getting videos copyrighted and, and stricken down and age restricted. This guy is running around literally naked, gyrating on other men and lap dancing. Satan and all types of wild stuff going on. Is it are any of those videos age restricted? And when I talk about this this pedophilia and what we need to do to stop it, that was age restricted. I didn't I don't even think I even used any video on that. Hey, hey man, we can't talk about this stuff. This guy, this this Chris Chan guy has like 50,000 followers on Twitter and like 20,000 followers on YouTube. Is his stuff age restricted? They write comic books or something. And I'll find the other article, but there was an article that said that he claimed that he was going to do the transgender thing because it would allow him to, uh, in essence, to holler at lesbians. So the transgender people were mad at him because they were saying he wasn't really transgender because he was doing it to try to get women. And we can't say that he has no, uh, he doesn't have any desires for women because he's arrested for violating his own mother. <laughs> I mean, you see, this is how crazy this stuff is. But if you're not paying attention, this stuff happens every day our children are introduced to this stuff every day. They come in bringing these people into the schools. They bring these people to the libraries. Then we find out these people already got child porn charges, and this person is a some some sex offender somewhere, and so forth and so on. So even if the two things weren't connected, they become connected because the people who want to violate children, people that want to violate women see that the opening that has been set and then they step into the opening. As Dr. Collins said, by accepting this, they have the people bending over and giving evil an opening. And evil is taking the opening and running amok. Complete and total 
insanity. And we're not, I mean, not us here. (laughs) But we as a community seem reticent to even discuss the issue. Right? Like we don't even want to resist all of this madness that we see going on. And this is all this stuff. This is just from the last few months of this year. I didn't even talk about. I don't know if y'all remember. I believe it's towards the beginning of the year where the homophile in Miami kidnapped a little boy and violated him and shot him. They tell us that this stuff doesn't happen. But when you watch the news, this stuff happens all the time. There was a time here in D.C., a few years ago where they were kidnapping men violating them at gunpoint it, it was a it was a gang of dudes violating men but let them tell it they're always the victims and they're being oppressed and people are hurting them and violating them meanwhile these people are running amok going crazy doing all types of stuff And the organizations and the things that they have that have all this power and stuff are infiltrated to the maximum with people who have been convicted of sex crimes. We ain't talking about the people that haven't been convicted. Who knows how many of them there is. So with that, brothers and sisters, I am not going to go yet because we are going to I'm going to uh, bring back up. Give me a second. Going to bring back up our flyer and remind everyone again. And I don't think I I'm not sure the live stream information is on the flyer, but it will be. The event will be live streamed as well. If I'm not mistaken. And let's see. All right. So. And hold on. So here we go. Bring this back up. Again. 21st Century African Vanguard Series. The return of the black man, Brother Michael Grays, Baba Olatunji Mwaba, Brother Louis Ali, and Brother Darren Muhammad will be your speakers and presenters. Brother Louis Ali will be talking about resurrecting Black Wall Street. Brother Darren Muhammad will be talking about the time and what must be done. Brother Michael Grace will be talking about from Dr. Ben and Dr. Clark to Dr. Khaled modern nyc activism and most imperative to this current discussion that we're having today here on this platform baba olatunji mwaba an african-centered response to the lgbtqia organizations and their agenda brother uh olatunji will have his books for sale 
Um, I'm not sure uh, what other paraphernalia or um, items that other brothers will have for sale. Also, Brother Genie will be there. He will, uh, you know, talk a little bit and he will um, have his videos and his uh, DVDs for sale. And I believe that we will have some SBPM shirts for sale as well. So we'll have some straight black prize shirts there as well. And uh, of course, I will be there. So you'll probably see me um, in some capacity in the building. And so brothers and sisters, again, that is Saturday, August 21st, 2021. Everlasting Life Cafe, 9185 Central Avenue, Capitol Heights, Maryland, 20743, from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, tickets are $25 in advance via Eventbrite, $35 at the door. And also, uh, this has not been confirmed yet, but we're trying to get the facility to show the Errol Spence, Manny Pacquiao fight that will be airing that night probably starting at nine o'clock with the actual fight the uh, main event probably will not start until 11 30 12 ish if you are already there um for the event and you've paid for the event i if we because we haven't got confirmation about that but if we get confirmation about that, you will also be able to see the fight for free. Um, and so we'll have a fight party and we'll watch Errol Spence um, brutalize and retire Manny Pacquiao. You know, so we're going to root on the brother. Uh, hopefully the fight party afterwards. If we do not have the fight party afterwards, then don't be surprised that I disappear without saying bye because I'm going to be going to see the to fight somewhere if we don't do it there um so again you want to come out you get we have food we have four dynamic um powerful speakers and activists and lecturers and people who've been doing and organizers and people who've been doing the work for all of these brothers um have been doing the work i'm not even sure about brother lewis ali but everyone has been doing the work well over 10 years so these people have a track record of doing the work that benefits black people that um they've been doing liberation work they've been bringing information they've been organizing people they've been exposing agendas uh each one of them is a scholar in their own right and uh all of them from my dealings with them have shown to have um very good character very strong man brother michael graves is a strong strong warrior uh brother lewis ali is a uh, outstanding businessman and um just a, a family man hey, he's just a great he's just a great brother and uh brother darren muhammad is outstanding as well so this is one you don't want to miss i believe that you will be able to watch the live stream via uh the sbpmu website i'll get more information about that and i'll put that information out via instagram 
And for those who are not following me on Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram at dc.radical, the numeral one. You can follow me on Twitter at dc underscore radical underscore O-N-E. The cash app is dollar sign DC Radical One. And this, of course, is the YouTube capital D small C Radical One. You can email me via dc.radical underscore one at protonmail.com. And also, you can follow me at OTW2 at DC Radical One, all one word. And that's with the numeral. So don't forget to do that. Also, shout out to Brother You Got Ripped Off for his continued donation to the uh, program as well as some of the other brothers. And um, I haven't got any donations from sisters lately. I'm not going to take that personally, sisters, you know, but the cash app is dollar sign DC Radical One. You know, right now the brothers are winning. But, um, yeah, you all have helped pay for this mic and this setup. And, um, you know, later in the year, I will be doing a couple of lectures so you all will get to see me. Oh, and I forgot about that. Actually, I'm doing a presentation on the Monday after this event, the Monday night. And I will give you all more information about that next week because I forgot completely about that. In fact, we have a brother coming up speaking this Monday at um, 6.30. He'll be at Everlasting Life. If you're at Everlasting Life, that event is free. Otherwise, I believe for the live stream, it's about $10. And he'll have some excellent information on starting a business that is very um it doesn't take a lot of monetary investment on the front end but it's proven very lucrative for him on the back end and he will give um he will give a breakdown of how that can be done and how you can get into that business and making some side money and he does very well via that uh bb4 I'm not sure if she's just coming or leaving. Brother, you got ripped off, says got tickets in the hotel, just need to get there. Brother, you got ripped off, you, you're flying or you driving? Man, because if you're driving, we're going to have to give you something for free, brother, because that, that, that is no joke. So with that, brothers and sisters, I'm going to close this one out. I thank you all for watching. Thank you all for the uh, donations. I thank everyone that has subscribed. Brother, you got ripped off. Say he's driving. Man. Hey, brother. Yeah, we're going to have something free for you. I'm going to have something free for you, brother. Um, Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for subscribing. Do not forget to hit the like button. Do not forget to subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, don't forget to share this show and other shows. Um, do not forget to go to the OTW2 page and subscribe to my OTW2 page and be on the lookout for more videos this week. Cause I promise you all 31 videos in 31 days. I did not say they would come consecutively. Some days you're going to get two, three videos at once. Some days you're going to get none because right now there's a lot of stuff going on. Life is hectic, but I'm going to squeeze in these videos cause I gave you my word. Now I got to follow through. I appreciate you all. Thank you all for the support. Thank you all for the love. Thank you all for listening and spreading that information. With that, I say a BB for Hodier.
and straight black pride. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deang. Sing the On the wake up. So here it is, y'all. Are you tired of being censored? Shadow banned? Shit, are you just tired of creating content and making these platforms famous? Well, I'm asking you to support OTW2. It's the black YouTube. Why, you may say? Because our content is important and necessary. And because anytime we tell the truth, they shut us down on their platform. So we are behind enemy lines, so we cannot complain. We just got to move accordingly, smarter. So since we know many of our people won't just jump ship and go to a black site, what I'm telling you to do is don't post everything that is great on their platform. Give them purge people a 10-second snippet, a 15-second snippet, and make them come to OTWTube and come check you out. Support black things or stop complaining. Because only unity, black unity, and black economics can change our situation. Wake up, y'all. OTWTube is where it's at.